0: Welcome to the Oversoul Shaman King Podcast. I am your host, V-Lord GTZ, and with me today, I have my usual co-host, Marion and Sakaki.
1: Yo, yo, yo. <coughs> hey, what's up? Soul, soul people.
0: <laughs> yes, and today we're back for some more... Shaman King manga goodness. It's been a while since like we've actually recorded an episode, to be honest, like scheduling wise, like I don't know when this is actually going to come out because our release schedule is kind of a mess. But I mean, the anime has started already. The physical releases have come out of Shaman King. So we're kind of at the peak of the Shaman King fervor, if you think about it, which is a pretty cool
1: yeah i mean it it just sucks that uh, well i guess it doesn't suck because it actually works out for us it's the animes on netflix because otherwise we probably feel obligated to record about every week (laughs) and that's just not sustainable
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i think our schedule like definitely would not make that convenient um i mean i feel like Moving forward from this point, we're probably recording Shaman King probably once a month just because we have other podcasts to record. And And even outside of recording with Marion Sakaki, I also record other things. So I am I am very busy. And Sakaki and Marion have other things to do uh, besides be my podcast hostages. Yeah, like (laughs) work. So exactly something that I no longer have to do.
1: Good, uh, you- for
0: at least a year. <laughs> oh my V-Lord god, lord GTZ
2: more like the neat GTZ. <laughs>
0: I mean, if going to get your master's degree counts as being a neat, I guess.
1: Never mind, <laughs> take it back. <laughs> That's totally a neat life, anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, get- getting that higher education, but nah, I mean, we're still chugging along, and the bright side to Netflix having the anime is that. Because it probably won't be back, or probably won't be out until probably the fall at the earliest, knowing Netflix. Like, that gives us more time to kind of burn through more of the manga. Because we're kind of around the halfway point with uh, what we're going to be discussing today, specifically volumes 16 and 17. So by the time we actually get to talking about the anime, we might be almost done. With the manga, which will be kinda nice because it'll give us a a fresher perspective on comparing the two, I think.
2: Yeah, that's true. Especially like knowing the whole picture again. I mean, like, having it fresh in our heads. Uh seeing like the pacing of the anime will be interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean I, I think like it's kind of probably fairly well known at this point that like the anime seems to be intending to cover the entire series in about 52 or so episodes. So they're probably gonna be cutting some stuff out. Um from what I've heard so far and from what I've seen, like it seems pretty good so far, but I'm interested to see like how it kind of stacks up as we get further in, and that'll be an interesting discussion. Mm -hmm. But for day for today, we're gonna be focusing just on the manga itself. And these two sets of volumes, while there's a lot of action there's also a lot of uh important information for the future of the series.
2: Yes, like uh baby Simba. I mean how
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yes, yes. Baby How Simba Electric Boogaloo <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> But before we left off with Yo's team whooping the asses of the Iceman.
1: But just before we go there, one thing is, I actually have the Japanese copies again, so I can do those comparisons for you, and in Volume 16, Chapter 138, the titles are different between both versions? 138? Yeah, Chapter 138 in Japanese, it's the most important thing to justice, or, I mean, I'm kind of spitballing a translation here. Sege, ni ichiban hitsio na mono. And in English, it's trust no one, which is not the same at all that's an interesting
0: change
1: interesting yeah, yeah so. i'd have
0: to pop up my viz release but i wonder if that's an updated title yeah the rest Actually, I mean- I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna pop it up right now Chad. <laughs> no they really said it, it, it the
2: title is really trust no one and montgomery is holding a gun facing the camera oh my
1: god <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I mean, the rest of the titles are basically the same, other than the remix track is "Laws the ho- Law's Holiday," and they just changed it to "Lawman Lawman Holiday." Other in that, they're basically the same. I just find it interesting hmm. they changed that one in particular.
0: Interesting. Now let me get these open again. Yup, in the Viz release, it's also "Trust No One." I guess they just kept it the same.
1: Yeah, and changed it for. Reasons that oh we'll never really know. Please, someone who worked on this, whether it be Viz or um hey Kodansha, let us know why you changed that title.
0: It's interesting reason. too, cause like you know how there's like titles for the volumes themselves. Yeah. And in the Viz one, the title of the volume itself is Trust Noah.
1: Yeah, that's weird. But
0: in the Kodansha one, it's Grandchild.
1: Yeah, that's what it is in Japanese too.
0: Yeah, so that's weird. They got rid of the Trust No One there, but not for one thirty eighth title.
2: Maybe this is another case of uh, American localization, like, you know, Angry Kirby?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what? Angry Kirby trusts no one. It makes sense to me.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> Why?
1: Angry Kirby,
0: Baby how
2: I see no difference.
1: Exactly.
0: And that's when we banned Marion from the podcast.
1: well podcast over because we need that we need marion's charisma on this show we do if we don't have
0: marion we're screwed exactly (laughs) they bring all the fire and the mad predictions that end up being right somehow
2: (laughs) i mean i don't even predict on shaman king because it's already done
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's true but uh when we get to shaman king the superstar arc seven or whatever when we eventually catch up you'll probably be making wild predictions that are right
2: okay i respect <laughs> it uh, just because you said it i have to do it now
0: yeah i i, I have high expectations for you marion and i
2: have high expectations of decay so
1: <laughs> bring Ooh, it away. i like that i like that
0: indeed but yes, yeah, so Volume 16 starts off where we kind of left off in 15, where the uh, Icemen got their asses kicked by Team Yo, and Ren, being the sundere that he is, didn't see the end of the fight, and he kind of encountered How, and all that jazz, and Cal tries to make Ren join him, because that's what you do.
1: You gotta shoot your shot. I mean, if you can beat Indeed. him, join him. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if I can beat you, you'll join me. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Oh, it
0: kind of just, like, cements back the point that, like, yeah, Pal is kind of very powerful, and you probably shouldn't mess with him. We'll get into that later, too, but, uh, they probably really shouldn't mess with him.
1: I mean, Guy wears Legos as part of his outfit. And you know how it is when you step on Legos. Anybody that can step on Lego barefoot and just shrug it off—that's somebody to be feared. And how just makes it (laughs) part of his whole outfit. Yeah, no. I just love that though. (laughs) Like,
0: yeah, it's like it's such a weird design choice, but it kind of works.
1: Yeah, especially in the, the spread where like he first appears and it's foot first. Or is this his foot? Yeah, it's his foot. It's his foot first, so you can see them. It's, it's like like Take doesn't even shy away from showing them off. They're, they're just there. They're, there you go, Lego.
0: Yeah. I mean, beyond just how being how, though, I do like that this volume has a lot of really cool character moments. Um, specifically, we kind of see the Iceman bonding with like Yo and the others after their fight. Like, they're kind of a lot more buddy buddy, which like was kind of the whole point of, like, Yo approaching the fight the way he was, having them go all out. Which I think really kind of fits with, like, the whole themes of Shaman King, with, like, not kind of permeating this cycle of animosity, uh, trying to end conflicts on peaceful terms, which is kind of really cool. And we even see that with Yo meeting up with uh, Life Surge near the X laws like, ship. And them just kind of talking to each other in, like, very amicable terms. Like, you think that with everything they've been through at this point and, like, them being now on kind of opposing sides, like, they'd be a lot more actively in conflict. But Yoa's still very much looking out for Lysurge. Yeah. Probably more so than Marco, (laughs) who just, like, punches him in the face.
1: Uh man, I'm sorry, I can't take Lyserg seriously because his like pajamas are too big and it's just making me he's wearing think. a suit.
0: <laughs> I mean, they probably just gave him some leftover pajamas that are on like the freaking like ship.
2: They were, um, <laughs>
0: he looks, he looks like a Santo drawing like... and I hate it. <laughs> just watch them be Marcos.
2: Nah, it's they're Venstar's like... they're hand me downs when he was like five. <laughs>
1: The whole time I know I'm supposed to be taking this scene seriously, but it's just—he looks like a Sato drawing, and I just don't. <laughs> I knew you were gonna bring
0: up Sato. I I knew it. But that's what he looks
1: like. I'm
2: literally—I'm just thinking of the the Tom and Jerry with with him in like the zoot suit, and, and, uh, <laughs> like dancing with the wide shoulders.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's not the only ridiculous thing in this scene, because obviously like. Chian comes out of the freaking ocean in like her Iron Maiden coffin it's just like no Yo is not evil
2: <laughs> now even before that like it's when when, uh, when uh, Yo decides to walk away and it's just like it cuts away thanks for coming and it's like it's like uh, the shot of like him and me be tomorrow behind him and like Lycer just parting ways heading back to the ship but then like not so fast don't move, boy. And it's like Marco, like, sudden cut with, like, holding the gun.
0: (laughs) Marco is so freaking extra.
2: He's so intense. I hate it. Because it's like...
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it! It's it's so intense to the point of being ridiculous. It's great.
2: I can't take him seriously because he's like... Like, I think I said this before. He's like Akio Otori from Otana, but then, like, he has moments like these, and I'm like... What the fuck? <laughs> like you're too campy. See,
0: that's that's kind of the point though. It's like he's so absurd that like his whole ideology makes even less sense.
1: Yeah. I mean I, think- I mean, like,
0: you literally have Jan who's just like super happy, bleeding to death inside this coffin. <laughs> like I think there is definitely a degree of uh I think Seriousness that you can take from the X laws, like it—it it only goes so far.
1: I mean, they're, they're ridiculous and and, I, and extra, and I love them for it. Like, I mean, he points a gun at them. He's like, "Good children should be bit at eight <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I feel like we can also
0: like drive that home further by the fact that like Marcos's gun has been redrawn several times by takei in the series. <laughs> Just to make it more like absurd. (laughs) So I I think like Takay is trying to go all in on just the absurdity of the X Laws.
2: Yeah, Marco's gun. I think Uh was probably re-watching like Trigon on DVD or something. I was like, (laughs) yeah, you know what? (laughs) That's a good idea.
0: And then Marco starts yelling love and peace. And then Vash, he does
1: look like Vash to Stampede a little.
0: So kinda does. Like I guess you can sorta of even make some comparisons just between like Night Tau's art style and Takay's, because they both do that very much pointy angle character designs. It's very night
1: true. Yeah.
0: True. Yeah. I mean like Night Tau, like has arguably gotten more pointy in like BBB. God,
2: I'll and need to read. Them all yeah, right. and then on the other end, look at uh Ren. <laughs> <laughs> Match made in Heaven.
0: Yeah, we need Ren to make a cameo in Blood Blood K Battlefront (laughs) back-to-back.
1: And there you go. We were going to surprise you all, but we're going to do a Night Owl podcast next. I'm not going to be a part of it. (laughs) I'm not going to be a part of it, but (laughs) I'm kidding.
0: If only, I mean, if only Dark Horse would license (laughs) back-to-back, or... Anyone, be Lord! Don't, don't you dare tempt the series!
2: Don't you dare tempt the fates! We don't want another finger on the monkey's paw Curly.
0: I mean, I'll take anything at this point. Needs to be back in print. So good! I can't be the only one to own all of the original series. It's but so you lonely. Will.
2: But you will be
0: it's so lonely. Ugh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay. I
0: mean, I think I'm probably also one of the few people that still has all those Trigon omnibuses too. Fair.
1: I think like Volume
0: 3 goes for like
1: several hundred dollars at this point. Jesus Christ. Yep, that's why you all need to learn Japanese. Mm -hmm. I can just buy mine for like three bucks and I'm done. I could probably get the the magic of Japanese. I could probably get the whole series for like less than 40.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cheap on Bookwalker.
1: You know what else is cheap? The
2: fact that we didn't get to see the Hanagumi fight, it just cuts away. That's so cheap of you,
0: I mean, we'll see it later in a remix track, at the very least. True. But I think, like, speaking of that, though, that is kind of a good thing to bring up. Because I feel that this does kind of start, like, a running trend of Takei starting to cut out a lot of the fights. Which I think is nice, because, like, otherwise this series would very much just devolve into a straight-up tournament arc. And it's kinda not that. So I, I do like that kind of shake-up where, like, it's a bit of a misdirect where, like, you start off a bit more traditional with it, but now it's kind of focusing more about what's happening outside the fights, which I think is a lot more interesting anyways.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know. in the end, like, that's what, like, kind of drives the character development, not the actual fights themselves.
0: Yeah. I do love, though, that the Hanagumi we're fighting, like, the team that's supposed to be the Stand in for Take and his assistants. <laughs> and like they're all holding weird ass stuff. Like one of them is holding like a doll of like one of the Hanagumi, which we'll get into later, but and then another one literally just has an N64 controller. And like an N64 on their back is like a backpack.
2: <coughs> That's it's Mr. So Pikmin. good. He looks like a Oh Pikmin. my god,
0: he's literally a pick! <laughs> <laughs> He's literally a Pikmin.
2: <laughs> oh god, you're right. I, I if was, only Pikmin I was, came out on 64.
1: I was actually looking at it like, I mean, of course I'm biased, but like the little antenna thingy, I was thinking it was Bomberman, but that actually makes more sense.
0: I mean, it might also be Bomberman, because it has a similar design.
1: He looks like Dengaku Man with the little
2: antenna. <laughs>
0: yes, I was gonna bring up Dengaku Man, yeah. But oh. he doesn't have any uh, tofu dipped in miso on a stick.
2: He uses that instead of cartridges.
0: <laughs> How did you destroy your N64 in two simple
1: steps? I mean, what's ironic What's ironic about that is that, like, for a good set of the games, Barman and Dengaku had the same voice actress, so.
0: <laughs> I think that's part of the joke, probably.
2: <laughs> oh, it never changed, way. No.
0: Never changed. But yeah, the Hanagumi thing is pretty funny, but. Then we get into the main meat of the action with Hoshigumi versus X3 which the Hoshigumi's house team cuz you mean yeah. they made another
2: sequel to Final Fantasy
0: 10? <laughs> I guess so. I mean
2: 103, let's go. Do people go.
0: even like 10 2
2: Yeah, cuz it was a uh, it was just like a girl girls night out.
0: I thought people didn't like ten too. No, they didn't like thirteen. Well, I know people don't like ter- thirteen, but I thought people also didn't like ten too.
2: Now people like ten too because uh it's like I don't even know. Charlie's like, angels. Yeah, yeah, basically. And also like people were like, wow, I love Yuna. Why is she so horny though <laughs> for Titus?
0: Wasn't like initially like Yuna supposed to be the main character of like ten? Maybe And then they changed it to Titus like last minute.
2: That you know that kind of sounds accurate. You guys are speaking. I know very little stuff. about
0: Final Fantasy, but for some reason I know stuff about Ten. I do. 10 I don't is, know.
2: Ten is good. That's like the only one besides Crisis Core I played a
0: lot of. I need. I need to play more Final Fantasy. I really want to play Seven, so I can play Seven Remake. Compare. Oh, oh, okay. Like okay. we okay. compare the panels in Shaman King. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some interesting redraws here and there in this fight. Um a lot of the close-ups of how are redrawn to be a bit more uh detailed and making Hal's face a bit wider. Um like there's one panel here where he's being a total like Chad and like beaming up all of the X3 and he's like now the skinny one. I'll destroy you next. And like the, you can see a lot more of the smaller details, like there's like these little like particle effects and stuff, which like kind of creates a bit more of like ambiance.
2: So yeah. that's really cool. I love the aspect of Hal's character design, where like he just has like belts, just like a Final Fantasy character.
1: Dude, we just we just left that. <laughs> we just left. That. I know. <laughs> Why are I- we back? <laughs> No, I'm messing with you. I, I don't have much to add to a Final Fantasy conversation, so I'm actually just reading the volume now. <laughs> but-
0: I mean it's interesting too though, because like even the X-laws have quite a bit of belts. Like I'm looking at uh, Mine's bio right now, and like you can see like she has quite a few belts just like around her, just like buckling everything. Also, I just found it gruesome a bit that like Take puts Asia at death at like the bottom of her bio. He does that for
1: a lot. He does that for a couple, like a lot of these, actually, I've noticed.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, the K wants to drive home that these people are dead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Though
0: I I guess on like the first page of 138, he really drives it home because he's like, yeah, B Day's (laughs) dead. It's like, there's a panel just of B Day's dead body. It's like, uh, damn, how's not a messing around even though like he's cl- clearly playing with them like to an extent but like you can really tell here that like the laws are kind of willing to die for like the raider cause cause all three of the people in this fight are pretty well aware that they can't actually defeat HAL on their own like we have the guy that uh we joked about before. It has like a Fujita mask, um mm-hmm. seven, and like he has a huge grudge against how. Like how literally burnt off his entire face, and like he shows it off. Like in one of the panels, and it's like,
2: ugh. Yeah, maybe put the mask back on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he no.
0: went from being a Fujita character to a Slayer's character. Oh, God. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, no,
2: you can't do that to Zogatus.
0: No, not so goddess. I'd I'd say more of like just the random Chimeras in. Oh, Slayer. okay, fair. I thought you were so him ugly. is too beautiful of a boy. <laughs> He's also equally as brutal as How is to Seven. <laughs> He's like, dang, like How's using that uh, fire spirit he has to just like burn them all alive really
2: yeah because his medium is the air
0: (laughs) yes and like this is making Lysurge even very distraught too like they show this flashback where like Lysurge is trying to grapple with the fact that the X3 are going out to die and like it's so interesting that like they are so kind of just at at terms with like what's going to happen to them like they're kind of just like assuring Lysurge about the fate that they're gonna have Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and that like they're okay with it
1: (laughs) oh and just another comparison like um I'm not sure what page this is okay but basically when uh well yeah put your mask back on boy but when he does his attack in the English version it's I'll send your soul to hell for eternity which in the Japanese is just hell endless but it has like furigana beside the katakana, which yeah, more or less says what um, the English version does. But I just found it interesting. What, is it like that... mugen no
2: jikoku or something?
1: No, it's literally hell endless in English with katakana. What they have the furigana, oh. the furigana beside it reads what the translation does. So it's it's kind of like phrased like it's an attack. But I guess, and, I, and definitely, I don't blame the translators for going that way because I can only imagine how how would you phrase that like a proper attack name. So they just they just went for what the furigana said rather than the attack itself. Which I know if I'm not making sense to anybody who speaks Japanese here, I, I mean, just really quickly, um, furigana is basically a a reading aid for you know younger readers who aren't as experienced with kanji. Just that a lot. It's it's a device that uh, like shounen artists, like shounen, definitely Shonen artists use often to like they'll have the attack names. I mean, a good example is Hunter Hunter, like they'll have the attack written in kanji, but then the the furigana will read something else. So and and I think Hunter is one that kept it. Yeah, it kept it in the anime too. So
2: yeah, isn't like bungee gum, like elastic love or something like
1: that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
2: It's called bungee gum, but the characters that make it up are the Chinese
1: characters for elastic, elasticity and gum. So. Yeah, exactly. Something and that's like what that. they did here. Yeah. But I just found that interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, that is interesting. You know what else is interesting? The fact that the last X3 Venstar literally blows himself up.
1: Mm.
0: What the hell? <laughs>
1: yeah, there, there, there's being dedicated to your goal, and then there's um, guys need to get a hobby. Like, that's... <laughs>
0: Yeah, and it gets to the point that, like, even Yo's distraught over all of this. Like, he starts crying at the end of the fight. He's like, how many more lives are you going to take, Hal?" Because, like, he's really just playing with them.
1: Yeah, and that's just what... It makes How just that much more of a... He he comes off as really laid-back, like Yo, but, like, it's showing that laid-back nature and how, like, cruel it can be. When you know directed to when 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 uh, what am I saying here? Like Yo's Yo being laid back and everything can come off as kind of like cruel, but like his the but his methodology of like you know hey I just want to have a good easy life it makes it comes off differently. But then you have How who's like he's really too laid back too, but he's also just kind of like yeah I'm just gonna toy with your lives. Why do you guys keep coming at me? It's not my fault. He sounds like a certain Muzan you know? I mean... You I guess could, a little bit. I mean, just in the sense that it's just like, they keep throwing away their lies and they don't have to, but I mean, kind of like how Muzan's like, I'm a natural disaster. You guys could just stop and you oh, can live. Oh,
0: Still <laughs> one of the best lines for Muzan. <laughs> Tornado Muzan coming through. How <laughs>
2: also whips his hair back and forth, as you see. After the explosion, he goes... <laughs> I. It looks I'll like a... What the fuck does he look like? I,
1: I, I'm gonna be so mad if he doesn't whip his hair in the anime. It needs to happen.
0: Yeah, I think, like, the biggest gut punch to all this, though, is that even after all the efforts the X3 go to, to, like, research how's powers, how does straight up tells the X-laws and everyone, like, how the spirit of fire works and all of that? So, like, it really kind of just feels like it was all useless in the end, because Hal feels like this information doesn't matter because they still can't stop him.
2: And Like, the way, like, just Hal's attitude and stuff, it feels almost like, well, obviously, like, it's very, like, calculated and it's done on purpose because uh, he knows how powerful he is and, like, just, like, his attitude on top of that is, like, purposely done to, like, bring people to despair and, like, like, really wring out every last bit of hope from like everyone's expectations and uh yeah like the, the attitude that like the X laws have is uh it reminds me of like well it's like you know purposeful like uh like almost like religious fanatics where it's like even if they die they're gonna die for their cause and that's the important thing and like they find solace in that which is like weird uh considering like the parallels to like oh yeah Joan of Arc was like she kind of died for her cause, but that wasn't really like as willing uh, as I remember <laughs> in history. Uh, like she was martyred, but like, yeah,
1: no, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: It's kind of, it's, it, it's interesting the way that the is kind of like flipping that. Uh, because even then, like, I forgot who it was. Was it Venstar or Sedano? I forgot the other guy's name. The the mask guy. He was like "Oh, long live Lady John or something, which is like, oh, okay. It's a interesting like flip of that whole, like the influence that he took for, for the that character specifically, with like the historical context. So cool.
0: Yeah, it's definitely interesting seeing those parallels, and it it really kind of I think just drives home the point that like, how is very much the antithesis at.
1: Yeah,
0: and this is I don't even know how to say the word. Damn, antithesis.
1: that is antithesis. Antithesis,
0: this, yeah,
1: antithesis, antithesis,
0: <laughs> antithesis. <laughs> antithesis. <laughs> antithesis.
1: Uh. and this and this. Yes, yes, and this and this.
0: Okay, um, yeah, it really drives home the point that how is the antithesis of, um, <laughs> like just everything that the series really stands for thematically. And, like, we also get, like, a little bit more about how like, after the fight, too, and, like, specifically, like, he stole the fire spirit from the Patch tribe, like, in, like, his previous life. And, as we suspected, like, Silva is a direct descendant of how's previous, like, incarnation. So, like, a lot of this is weighing heavily on him. And it's also weighing heavily.
2: So Hal is just out here fucking...
0: Oh my god. god. I mean <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: This is my last episode. <laughs> I can't come I can't do better than that. <laughs> but look yo V Lord though, like they also I mean, isn't at this point though that they find out like the others find out uh how's last name and they're all like wait a second, we know Nasakura. Yo, were you gonna introduce us to this guy? I mean, the surprise. Yeah, yeah okay. everybody's like really surprised by this.
0: Yeah, like I, I do. I am a bit surprised that they mention it kind of pretty right away at this point, though. I guess like we are halfway through the series. But yes, Yo and Howe are twin brothers. Dun, dun, dun.
1: But yeah, yeah. And then we go
0: into a backstory. Exactly. Where we learn that even as a baby, how was a Chad?
2: Wait, wait! Right before that, though, the fact that like how's like badass moment where he's just like, uh, he's like blacked out in front of the the spirit of fire, and he's just like, not all souls are created equal. And this is, like, oh damn! So you re- you read Animal Farm too? Damn! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> oh.
1: I'm done. I can't. That boy,
2: that boy is learned.
0: How is just George Orwell? I
1: mean, <laughs> I mean, he probably is at this point, as long as he's lived. Probably was George Orwell at some point. <laughs>
2: you do be double speaking. <laughs> oh my
0: god. But yeah, so like, they kind of go through the whole backstory of like, how Yo's parents like, gave birth to Yo and How, and how initially like, They were gonna kill Hal like when he was born but Yo's grandfather hesitated when he was gonna do the kill and that left Hal enough room to kind of reincarnate and then he pulls a Simba moment and the fire spirit lifts him up as he chants his evil speech at them. It's so funny too because like the fire spirit has also been miniaturized because it's like Powers that have had to be diminished to like reincarnate with them, and it just looks like a baby. <laughs> and it's like a baby holding a tinier baby.
2: <laughs> yeah, we just got two androids holding each other.
0: Honestly, the Fire Spirit totally looks like an android with like the head shape. We need a Fire Spirit android if there isn't already one. Takei has these two tiny panels where we have the Fire Spirit lifting up how, and then a bigger panel where it's like yes. I am Hal.
1: Yeah, Thank there's just you for so life, many things going on with him that he, Yeah, it's, it's so crazy. Absurd. It really is. Um uh, can I return this baby? <laughs> it's talking. Okay. God. I mean, he is he is full of J Fry.
0: But yeah, I mean <laughs> essentially been raising Yo as kind of their only hope to combat Hal, because like as Hal alludes, like, Yo is essentially How's other half? So it's possible that he could be How's equal. Not anything too unexpected, because like I feel most people at this point kind of felt it's not a coincidence that How and Yo look like. But Man, Silva. Yeah. <laughs> that have to tie that in? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think it, it is kind of a nice twist in a way, because I think like the assumption would probably be like, oh, yeah, How must be like some long distant descendant. And he sort of is, but also sort of isn't. It does hit closer to home because, like, he is literally Yo's brother.
2: Brother, brother. A very
0: effed up brother, but still a brother. Just imagine a HAL family reunion. It's just like a spider web of, like, different, like, family members. (laughs) Oh, I'm your... Uncle from when you reincarnated the fourth time and like who went to that village. <laughs>
2: Whatever Ugh. you say, old man.
1: <laughs> I on the first page of 143 I noticed that there's uh three volumes of Dr. It's called Doctor Stop, but it's obviously supposed to be a takeoff of Dr. Slump, the manga by Kira Toriyama.
2: Yeah, it's right next to some um Apple Bunnies and
1: a son a zony walkman. yes i love
0: my zony products
1: but it kind of has a double meaning uh because dr stop and actually i just realized i had the wrong meaning but that's good that we're gonna splice this in uh dr stop is basically in japanese it's a a term used when a doctor tells you to stop doing something like um (laughs) specifically like stop drinking stop overeating you know or even stopping a match. Let's say there's a boxing match, and the doctor comes in and says, "Yeah, if that guy takes another hit, he's dead." That's another way you phrase for the doctor stop. So, I mean, it's not one of those. Th- I remember that the- from
2: Epo. Aha!
1: Uh-huh. It's one of those things that means it, it, it means exactly what it sounds like it means, but not really at the same time. Hmm, Japanese, yeah, you know, yeah loan words. Japanese is fun. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, we're essentially at the end of volume 16, though. Aside from the remix track, which is remix track seven, which is called Law Man Holiday, which is like all from like Y Surge's perspective, basically, and like going around and talking to people about like what Jian does at night. And like they hype it up as this like super intense like torture trial. But now nah, it is um, what she calls the atonement of sweets, where she must eat dessert until the sun has set.
1: And I, and I love that the chapter ends with her being like, "Oh, woe is me," while she has like <laughs> this happy face and she's eating tr- sweets.
0: Yeah, it's like it's so good. Yeah, like all the different sweets too, like that decay drew here. Like,
2: yeah, I'm impressed that like there's like very elaborate dishes here
1: exactly it's just it's, it's making me hungry
0: yeah like i really love like uh there's a bouche de noel like the french like log cake type thing like in oh, the yeah? bottom left
1: oh yeah i see it yeah God, i didn't know the name of that thing
0: <laughs> I they got don't... some Baumkuchen. yes yeah i mean that's a nice way to end off the volume Oh, V-Lord, they have that Macaron Tower thing that they
2: did in, uh, frickin', uh, Master Shop.
0: Oh my god, they do! So cool!
1: Obviously, is a fan. I joke.
0: But did he vote for Leslie? <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> oh
1: Leslie's such a
2: Chad. Uh, he looks like Marco, but, like,
0: Stop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right if you're if you're listening and you don't know what we're talking about look up leslie from uh master chef i think season was, was
0: i god i, I don't was it remember. like season
2: five or something let me double check
0: that was like one of the most memorable seasons of master chef season five i was right yeah god that season was insane like i, I don't watch master chef much anymore but back then i was hooked because of like leslie
2: Yo, season five was lit. Like there were so many rivalries and like people just like shitting on each other. It was good. Yeah, season three and five are my favorites for the drama.
0: I mean, it's basically live action food wars. Let's face it. True. (laughs) Uh, But yes, moving on to the fun times that are volume seventeen.
1: Okay, so definitely initiation, like. It's not different, but they simplified it a whole lot, like chapter one forty four like the Japanese title is giving permission for initiation or like the way it's phrased it sounds like initiation license, like you would have a driver's license, so I mean, I guess they probably just felt like that just gets more to the point than um what it what the original probably Chinese punchier. Says. Yeah, yeah. I mean the other one is like um chapter one forty six I mean these are all like really really small differences, they're not huge. But like chapter one forty six, which is just Warlord, is in Japanese it's super warlord. And then one forty nine with his death death clash. In Japanese it's die with the star and then Gekitotsu. Okay. So I just find that way funnier because it it's it's so pretty looking.
2: Like she star Gekitotsu?
1: No, it's the word die. D I e. Oh, shine. ne? No, the word Oh die. die in English. That's yeah. funnier. <laughs> yeah, that's what I find. Hold on, I'll, I'll throw it in the chat. But yeah, that's what I find really funny about it, because it's like die and with a little pretty star beside it than gekitots. Die. Kekitots.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I double checked the Kodansha physical volumes and yeah, they don't have the uh, volume comments either. Censorship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's something that's just completely removed from probably the Kodansha release in general. So I'm assuming they aren't in the Japanese release either, are they, Sakaki?
1: Nope. There are no comments here. Yeah. I just thought I don't mean, even, I, guess oh, I might as
0: well mention them then. Um, so volume 16 was, I'm changing the cover design starting with this volume. The previous cover was so bright that I just couldn't turn back. It's kind of like inflation that way. I'm sorry I always talk about trivial stuff in this space. Please forgive me. I forgive you. This yeah, is Decay's I- way of saying that it's not a big deal that we forgot about these. <laughs> but Volume 17's I think is a bit funny. Like, It just hit me. Why didn't Team Ren make fun of Mika Hisa's mask? Were they too scared? Did they simply choose not to mention that they thought it looked like stupid or did they actually like it? In any case, it was nice of them.
1: That's kind of, that's, I, I always just assume that with the Kodansha, cause like shogaku doesn't keep those either. So I just, I've never really bought Kodansha releases of anything. So I just assumed the Japanese ones, they just took them out to the digital release. I didn't realize that they actually removed them completely, but okay. That's, that's interesting. It's okay, like it was like trim the fat. <laughs> Those things are too. They remind me too much of my days at jump. Take them out.
0: The dark days before I was in the free range.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I do it up. I do the table of contents up in the chat. I just like die star totes.
0: <laughs> yeah, that one die. I agree. <laughs> die die <geeky> totes. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Yeah, moving into Volume 17, it kind of starts off with the Asakura family meeting with the Ren family. um, And uh, they're planning stuff specifically to teach Team Ren the Ultra Senji Ryaketsu so that, like, they actually stand more of a chance against How, Because as Yo alludes... How's Mana is currently at 1.25 million. Numbers.
1: Yeah. yeah. We, even even TK couldn't avoid that.
0: I really don't like that they still are using numbers, but they they kind of get into it a bit more here, too, about the nuances of it, but I also don't think it really needs to be in the series at all.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's okay,
2: because at least we have uh, Opacho in the Hot
0: Springs. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, how's chillin'? I mean, I guess this is how he has his boardroom meetings, because uh, he has his, like, spies, magna, Nechrome necrom just meeting him here. And he even gets out at one point naked and just talking an ideology. Because that's what you do.
2: My man's whole ass was out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to figure, how does it really have much of an ass?
1: He lost True. it just he lost every reincarnation, he lost a little bit more of it. That was that was the <laughs> price.
2: <laughs> I was also trimming the fat.
0: <laughs> oh no. Yeah, so Miki or Mickey as like he's nicknamed, meets up with like oh. Team Ren and kind of kicks their ass. Cause kicking your ass is how you teach the ultra senji Ryukatsu. At least if you're Ren, because Ren doesn't like to learn anything from the Sakura.
2: Yeah, never forget the famous last, those famous words at the end of page twenty-two.
0: I promise it will make your grandson stronger. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that.
1: Uh, it was still amazing.
0: I do find it funny that uh, Mickey Hisa's uh, character profile just calls him unemployed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is this is your tra- most charming feature now I need Unemployment, Ren to
0: learn th- the true secret to power
1: now I need Ren Gosh. to now I need Ren to learn Thundaga or else it's just it's just not it's just not it, with, with the Mickey Mouse voice now yeah Ren, somebody needs to be able to learn Thundaga
0: Netflix and whoever dubs Shaman King give him a Mickey Mouse voice I dare you
1: But only
2: when he's wearing the mask. Oh
0: my god!
1: Marion, say it, nobody cared until I put on the mask. The voice,
0: please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. And there's like a part in here that, like, Yoshi's talking about how cool his dad is. He's like, not many ascetics have ever climb Choma Lugma, the highest peak in the world. And you see, even when he's climbing the mountain, he was wearing the mask the entire time. <laughs> and all the frost and stuff was building up on his mask.
1: I like how when he greets them, he's like, yahoo. So absurd. That's tol- that's still, oh that's god, totally a- B-lord,
2: you, you see the page, uh, page 26, like, with, uh, Ren's dad? Ren's dad is also so pointy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, all of their family members are pointy. Even June's pointy.
2: But oh shit, I was gonna say not even not the grandpa, but then his beard chin is like, his chin beard is pointy.
0: Yeah, I mean mustache is pointy. They're all pointy. That's the real power of the Wren family. They're points.
1: I mean, yeah, they can. Their whole bodies are lethal weapons. Like literally, if he if he gives you his approval, it'll hurt. <laughs> he just needs to nod in your direction. <laughs> and you put the eye out.
0: Yeah, I mean eventually through like Mickey and Ren fighting Ren learns the ultra senji Ryakatsu um by personal experience. Because Ren is a masochist.
1: <laughs> Checks
2: out.
0: And I do He's love, a masochist like, and a Wait, what, Marion?
2: He's a masochist and it's a dairy. Exactly. Oh,
1: heavens, God.
0: But I do love, like, how chill Mickey is after the entire fight. Like, he's cooking them barbecue. Well,
1: he's clearly Yo's dad.
0: Yeah, he's, he's the chill dad. Dad goals.
2: Yeah, take some notes, Araki. <laughs>
0: oh, No. <laughs> oh, <okay.
1: laughs>
0: Uh but yeah, after all the good fun times with Yo's dad though, like uh Nechrome and the other guy that is with him, whose name I forgot somehow, show up to have some fun with Ren. And also the other people that Ren beat before.
1: I I, I do I will say on the serious note they did kinda like I did kinda like this whole um scenario just cause like it'd be easy to write off, okay Ren's a good guy now, so we're just gonna forget about all the people he massacred. Oh no, I like that K actually brought this back as like, yeah, you can't escape you can't escape such things so easily.
0: Yeah. Cause yeah, as as uh you might suspect, Nechrome is the brother of Chrome, the lo- <laughs> one who loves to sing and dance. <laughs> Stop.
1: They're the one who mentioned it, Sakaki.
2: No fucking way.
1: I mean, they did, but you didn't have to repeat it.
0: (laughs) His dancing was too powerful.
1: I want to know what kind of dancing Yeah, a fact,
2: if it wasn't for Chrome, we would have never gotten Just Dance.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Chrome (laughs) used patch technology to develop Just Dance for
1: Ubisoft. (laughs) Clearly Yeah,
2: it turns out the past tribe actually invested in Ubisoft and like it's it's a very long story. You should re- you should read the volume <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh no.
1: It's like an Armstrong thing. It was passed down through the generations. <laughs> oh, they kept the star
2: in de- in the death clash title for the like the the typography on the actual title page.
0: Oh. Yeah, they did. That's nice little detail there.
1: Ah, uh, the okay. They didn't put in the, the table of contents, but they did put it here. Okay. Yeah. So the way I I will say the Japanese one looks really kind of funky. Hold on, let me see if I can take a picture of it. Like, I mean, the English one's really good too, but like the top, typography they use in the Japanese one is just on another level.
0: Sent. Oh
2: nice. That's a good font.
0: Oh yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, I really dig that.
0: Yeah, this whole conversation's kind of interesting because like Yeah, Ren and everyone are fighting people they fought before. But uh they definitely seem that they aren't holding back at all this time. And to make matters worse, like Mickey's teammates that we kind of seen a little bit of before uh Ludsev and uh Salerm are also getting ambushed so that's not really good and that means Mickey kind of has to go out of the way because the Hanagumi have been ordered to go kill them so it kind of puts them in a a tricky situation though I do like that uh the people that do kind of help uh uh, Ludsev and uh, Salem are like Anna like June and then Tom Al kind of like yeah some nice little girl power there it's like the ED of the Shaman King anime <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it is nice to see them like all back again like they're kind of like taking oh, a baby back girl June.
0: also I still love that like Zhang Chang's like Overstool is literally a panda <laughs> It's just a panda.
1: Uh, I mean, Gage, we need to talk. Can't just do that, man. That's not cool. <laughs> Jack Black is
2: like, I'll be having my lawyer speak to your people.
0: Gage is like, okay, I'm just going to copy some homework.
1: All right, well, just as long as you never come to Kodansha, because if you come to Kodansha, you're on my yard, boy.
0: To case, that's of like a barrier. <laughs> Every time someone walks through, it's like, are you Geke Akutami? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I mean, as we learned, though, despite how much, like, Team Ren's powered up, they still aren't exactly a match for Telekote and everyone, let alone Necrom, who, like, kind of basically creams Ren, and Ren's essentially on the verge of that, to the point that, like, Horo has to, like, freeze Ren's body like uh, that's one way to stop him from dying I guess
1: yeah like it's it's pretty savage
0: yeah and this is also when we kind of get more into the talk of like actual uh mana p- like power levels um and I do kind of like what uh Zhang Qing says here about like how it's kind of a matter of perspective and like as you get older, you have a better understanding of your limits, but when you actually are aware of your limits, that also limits you, in a way. hmm And, like, while, like, you could definitely go off raw numbers and just choose a Shaman King that way, the reason they have the Shaman King fight is because, like, people can change their mana over time, and situations could allow for people who otherwise would not have been powerful to become powerful. That being said, apparently uh, Joko and Horohoro only have like a mana of like 2,000. So a bit of a gap between them and a How, unfortunately. And you can definitely see them give an impact to like how they're fighting here because they lose a lot of their fighting spirit after that and that's exactly what Zhang Ching's talking about, it's like when you're aware of what your current limits are, that hinders you in a way that you wouldn't otherwise by being oblivious.
2: Yeah, you know what else Zhang Ching said? That he was history, because his spinal cord and aorta were wrecked. I don't know if I can believe him.
1: I was not expecting that at all, thank you. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> no nah, man this fight is dope cause like I'm actually like I, I really like Pecolote's uh, like power and like, just the, like the fact that like all these like random Spanish <laughs> words like it's kind of fun like fantasma grande adios eternamente
0: it's oh, so wow. over the top but it kind of works cause when you think about it like there's a lot of serious scenes in here, like Ren realizing that, oh, Nechrome is the brother of the person I killed. but you also have a literal freaking panda and like skeletons beating them up.
2: Yeah. Honestly, it's it's good. <laughs> and then like, dude, like that the other teammate is like die. And he just shoots a beam.
1: Yeah, I just like the the English. The English font's great, but I just put the Japanese one in there and it looks so, like, over... It's not over the top, It just... The way it looks is just so cool.
2: Beam. Oh, yeah, I like that, the, the font choice. It looks like a... I don't even know how to describe it. It, it looks like a, something in bold font where there's, like, a line in the middle.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like this, um... It looks, like, kind of futuristic, almost. Which I kind of like about that. You
0: know what I like? When Yo shows up and you get this super awesome panel where it's like these two spreads, like one of like Yo doing a pose and like the entire background's black or white, and then it changes to black and you see this Oversoul freaking like unleashing. And like Telecone and like Zhang Ching and the other guy's face here is like it's so good.
1: Oh yeah, I just got to where you're talking about. That does look amazing. And it's like... That's like three spreads in a row. That's
0: insane. Yeah, it's absurd. Right?
1: And like, Yo shows up and he has this really like kind of unassuming... He he doesn't even look like he's there to fight. He looks like he's there to watch. And then he just... Then just two pages later, everything about that. his like his whole like presence changes. <laughs> and yeah, they're that's all so doing great. like... They're all doing like one piece reaction faces. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, and I love that the volume like ends off on just this awesome spread of Yo just like posing while like you see all of them in the background just like flailing over the place because like yeah, Yo's uh, not very happy with them beating up his friends.
2: Dude, I, I have to go back because I can't believe the fact that <laughs> you just ignored the fact that like for for chapter 152, we get like a fucking like an album cover for a title. Oh,
1: right, yes. Yes.
0: Oh,
2: yes. And Joko literally has, like, Mickey Mouse ears on his hair.
0: Oh, yeah, I love that.
2: Fucking Ren looks like. Uh, I don't know. He he looks emo, but also, like, he's about to drop the most fire mixtape of the... <laughs> <laughs> he
0: looks, he <laughs> looks like he's in, like, one of those, phrase. like, Asian boy bands. They do. <laughs> BTS, for <better> your watch out. <laughs> 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 Jungkook's got nothing on him <laughs> uh,
2: You heard of Armies
1: get ready for the, the warlord <laughs> The warlord No not even the warlord The Ren That's what they're <laughs> true. The Ren yeah But yeah Um. Speaking of which Speaking of music we got a REMAX track To hit up don't we Yeah you know you like uh, that yeah. transition This
0: one's a pretty good one because it's about the Hanagumi Beating up TK's team.
1: Oh, yeah. Look at these.
2: Dude, the redesigns for these three look so weird. It's uh, Mr. Pikmin, uh, Karate Space Invader, <laughs> and Backpacker Goemon. <laughs>
1: <God>. <laughs> they give you T production. Yeah, that's their Also, you
0: yeah, the, the. Left guy is definitely supposed to be Pikmin, because look at the leaf.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean it's way more obvious in the remix track. Like it, it felt like in the original, Takei was like, "Ah, I don't know. I feel like I don't want to mess with Nintendo." Then you got the remix Nintendo track. Nintendo, don't like, yeah, I got, sue, please. Yeah, I got. I'm with Kodansha now. They'll protect me.
0: Yeah, and I think the guy in the middle is supposed to be like Takei himself, because that's like that. Uh, oh, that's so what so he
2: uses so for like. uh come comments?
1: Well, or, but, uh, the, the author comments. No it's 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 usually the guy it looks like normally he used the guy on the end, but the one in the middle has the kanji from his name, like there's Take oh, okay. there's Take bamboo, and then there's Take from him, which I don't know what that is, but I do remember what it looks like. So I'm assuming he has an assistant that also has Take something or if it's just Take. And then the yeah. first guy, the other assistant's just Ta something.
0: Yeah, Pikmin's Ta, and then the guy on the right's also take.
1: Well, just take. Ta-kei.
0: Yeah, take.
1: Yeah. Is there another artist with that name? What if they were an assistant to Take for a while?
0: There probably was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, um... And I like that in the English version they keep they keep writing out at the bottom that they're take like it, it's <laughs> it's really consistent and it's it's weirdly consistent because it's like okay we know from a page ago that that's not gonna change i I mean I admire it don't get me wrong but I just find it really funny
0: mm, yeah Is definitely... this what you know also yeah the middle one's definitely like Hiroyuki take take because like that yeah it's the first like kanji for his name
1: yeah, the space
2: dude. the 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 fight is so good because, like, when they like just like go off on the on the the weird pervy voodoo go, voodoo doll guy, like they all look like uh, trigger characters.
1: They do, <laughs> and I love. Oh, like. The the English version, I I, I do love the attack name, Trick-or-Treat, you're a creep, but <laughs> which is hilarious in its own, but in the Japanese version it's trick-or-treat, and then the uh, is like Maji de Kimoi. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great localization. <laughs> it is. I, I love it. It like it's got the rhyming thing going on and it captures the meaning of the original too. <laughs> what is the you make me sick? Magnum crash make me sick. Seiri tiki me. Muri. Okay, I gotta look that up. Like, Muri is at the end, and we all know that, thanks to uh, uh, Araki. But, it's basically like, I mean, it's Magnum, Craft, and then Seiriteki-ni Muri. Which, if I were to take a stab at uh, translating that, it's like, I can't stand you. (laughs) Like,
2: Seiriteki-ni?
1: Seiriteki-ni Muri. I mean, sayri Tiki okay. is like, sayri Tiki is like physiological, physical, visceral, instinctive, in one guts. So if you wanted to kind of really go out there to translations, like, I can't, like, I can't, you make me sick to my guts, I can't fucking stand you. <laughs> it is impossible to stand you, <laughs> if I'm to be, like, literal. <laughs> Damn. So, uh, then the last one.
0: Fucking God is stabbing me, stick.
1: Uh, the last one's just really easy because it's just shine. <laughs> the, like, <Yeah>. the, <laughs> like, it's nightmare, um, nightmare spear, and then the free gun is just shine.
0: It's literally the same. <laughs> god, that, that panel is just so good.
1: It is. All of them are like really great. Well, Bukila sensei? Bukila sensei? Huh. They call the yeah, middle Bukila-sensei. guy Bukila sensei. Bukila sensei. Shall we withdraw? Kigen Dashina.
0: Go with, draw and go back to the studio. And draw.
1: Oh no, back to the lab again.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, I think that's Marion at the end. The,
2: yeah, the hi. I'm pissed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Marion looks like a, she wants to murder bokulo
1: True. <laughs> I'm actually... <laughs> Kigen Dashina b- b- Snap. I mean uh, go what shall we withdraw? We will withdraw and go back to sudia and draw. I'm pretty sure this is Ah. He's making a pun. <laughs> which is why she's looking so annoyed. Like it it's kinda lost a little bit in um the the English version. Is that like, like Kike Uh like Kike like when the guy asks, you know, he's a like, Yapari Kikenshimasuka Bukila Sensei. Uh ah. Kiken dashina. Uh, the first kiken when the guy says it is just like withdrawal. So yeah, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. withdraw. And then like I'm not sure what I'm pretty sure it might be dangerous because kiken is also dangerous, but it's written in katakana. So oh okay yeah. And he just repeat he just repeats what his guy what his friend said what the other guy said, which is like the other guys like we'll withdraw. And then he's just like yeah it's dangerous. I mean it doesn't translate well at all, but. <laughs> Like, and she's just pissed because they would have the audacity to make this awful joke. But again, I have no idea what Kiken in this situation means, because it's Katakana. But I'm pretty sure it just means it's dangerous. And so, yeah, the the English version just went, yeah, we'll withdraw, go back to studio, and draw. Which, I mean, they did the best they could.
2: Withdraw and draw. Yeah, I get it. I mean, they tried.
1: Yeah, they did try. Uh, Again... Just a disclaimer to everybody out there, I am not shitting on the English version at all. They did wonderful work. <laughs> it's just fun they, for me. They to did comp-
2: with what they could.
1: Yeah, they do they did wonderful work in both volumes. I just love comparing stuff. It is I'm not comparing it to like step on their toes or say they suck.
0: Everyone go cancel Sakaki.
1: No. <laughs> <It's>, please don't.
2: <laughs> Be lord. That's reverse psychology. You have to tell them to cancel her. <laughs>
1: But yeah, that, that I, I just found that interesting. But yeah. I
0: do love the announcer's commentary here too, where he's like, they're they're obliterating him, and if I don't get to know better, I'd say he's enjoying it. <laughs> God, <laughs> uh, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. Brings us to the end of volume seventeen.
2: Hey, I'm I'm finally sold on the Hanagumi.
0: <laughs> you weren't before? Blasphemy.
2: I mean, I, d- I did I had literally nothing to go off of. Besides their design.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's fair. They, they really don't actually do that much in the series.
1: It's weird when they were introduced on the first color spread.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're very popular from their designs alone. And then I feel like Takei wasn't really sure what to do with them for the longest time. I mean, they have their own spinoff now. So I mean, hey, when we eventually something. get that in English, we can read that.
1: It is really a shame, though, because as you said, they have wonderful like character designs and like from the first color page that they showed up and they just their character designs just keep getting more refined just for them not to do anything which hurts i mean aren't they in flowers a little bit yeah they are okay just to make sure i'm not I, i'm pretty sure i i just want to make sure i wasn't for like misremembering something okay
0: yeah i mean they aren't like gone completely after the original series but like like, they aren't really very important to the larger plot at all.
1: That uh, that's... If only Takeya come to Kodansha sooner. Because <laughs> we, we all know that Jump is like girls stay in the kitchen.
0: I mean, considering <laughs> how much of a female presence are, is in Shaman King...
1: I'm it, just kidding, it it does course, a lot man. better
0: than a lot of other Jump students of the time, I feel.
1: True. That is fair.
0: All hail our Queen Anna.
1: Yeah, I mean Girl. Anna's like a huge step forward. I mean just her alone is a huge step forward, so but he loves Anna, so
0: Indeed. We all love Anna.
1: Yeah, we all do. I mean especially Yo though. <laughs> especially <laughs> I mean, I, especially to K. So
0: otherwise Anna would probably uh beat well, him up or worse, make him train more.
1: Or I mean she just have a new spirit to use, that's all. I mean
0: Oh, God. <laughs> That's a gruesome way of thinking about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's Shaman King. She could bring it back to life. It's okay. Before I say any more unfortunate things, we should probably get the, get the hell up out of here.
0: Yeah, that does it for this episode. So let's plug yourself and get out of here. Marion, where can the good people find you on the large, vast interwebs? People can
2: find me on Twitter at microwavey. the E is before the V. I have a a card linked in my description where it has all my other projects. I co-host a bunch of other podcasts like the Good Friends Anime Club. That's at Good Friends Cast on Twitter. Uh, Demon Slayer Podcast with these lovely folks at uh, Slayer Podcast. And our newest project, uh, Saturday Night Shoggy at Sat Night Shoggy. It's a Shokakugan-based podcast, and I'm actually the host. You get to see me flex my, uh, my host muscles. As of recording, the latest episode that is out is uh, uh, based on call, call of the Night. We actually got to interview and talk to Ace, the official letterer for the English release. So that was dope. Um, definitely check that out. And besides podcasting, I also write a lot. Not as much this year because I've been really busy with work, but I do have some stuff in the works. I have an editorial coming up. It'll probably it'll definitely be up by the time this episode is out for Toonami Faithful uh, at ToonamiFaithful.com. It's gonna be about Bobo. And I have a personal blog. That's heavenstornog.wordpress.com. And I also write for WSS Talkback, which is hosted by Sakaki. That's uh WSS talk Wow, well,
1: there's nothing more for me to say at this point. Okay, Velor, you can <laughs> plug your stuff. No, so Shut up. You, <laughs> people find you. I okay. Uh, I do all of those things because I have no mind of my own. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm also on Tanami Faithful Demon Slayer Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um I do run the sh- the Twitter version of Weekly show w s s t v WSS TV. Uh I do run the Twitter version of that one at Weekly Shogakagan edition that's at WSS TalkBack on Twitter. And If you're interested in Shonen Sunday news, um, interviews, stuff like that, we we try our best to keep up with everything. Yeah, and if you're... If there's anything ShogakuCon related, it could be Shonen Sunday, it could be Big Comic, it could be anything ShogakuCon. And you want to write about it, or just talk about it, or... I mean, now we got the podcast, as Marion said, so we could definitely love to have people talk about their favorite ShogakuCon things. Definitely get in contact with us. I'm also on besides writing for tsunami faithful i also am on a dragon ball podcast another db pod with colton where we actually recently recorded something so hopefully that'll be up soon and we hope to eventually talk about everything that's animated dragon ball i mean colton tells me not to say it that way because we're afraid that some guy out there would be like well what about this um mcdonald's commercial with goku in it (laughs) that was that's a legit uh... fear of ours
2: (laughs) That'll be after all the TV episodes. So.
0: <laughs> That'll probably go on longer than this podcast,
1: probably. But Colton and I are really having a lot of fun with it, so definitely listen in. Uh, I should make a card at some point, but for now, if you just want to see my personal like ramblings and complaining, then you can go to at Kirobon on Twitter. It at K I I R O B O N. Though coming sunday i will be talking about the new jump release because it reminds me of a sunday series got unfairly cut down and i'm really excited for it and i haven't been excited for jump in like a long time so yes that's all i'm going to talk about i'm literally i'm literally that meme mm. so if you go to kiro pond on sunday yes you can expect that i forgot the english title Candy.
0: Candy flurry.
1: Candy Furry, thank you. Yes, I will be talking all about that. But yeah, that's where you can find me.
0: Awesome. Definitely follow both Marion and Sakaki, because they are awesome people, and they deserve your love. But if you're interested in checking out what I'm doing all over the place, you can follow me on Twitter at VLordGTZ. And I write various things for all comic.com, mainly manga and light novel reviews. And then I also write editorials related to Tanami or TanamiFaithful.com. Then, podcast wise, I am involved with quite a bit. As Marion mentioned, I am on Saturday Night Shaggy at Sack Night on Twitter. Um, but we also do other things like the Demon Slayer podcast at the Slayer podcast. Um, and then I also am involved with the Dumb Weebs Podcast, a general anime and manga podcast, which is on Twitter at Dumb Weebs Pod. And I also pop up from time to time on the Tsunami Faithful Podcast on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. So you can check out all of those places. But as far as Oversoul Shaman King Podcast is concerned... You can find us on Twitter at Shaman King Pod and on Facebook at facebook.com shamankingpod slash Shaman King Pod. And then we are on basically every podcast platform out there at this point. Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbay, you name it, we're there. So go look us up, subscribe, um, and in- just enjoy our episodes. Well, that does it for this episode. So we will see you guys later. Nobody cared until I put on the mask. (laughs) 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 I need
2: my evening. Thank you. All
1: right. Good night, everyone. Good night.